Welcome back, Bolt fam, to episode number nine of Chargers Powder Hour. In today's episode, Colin and Miles will talk about the Jamari Sawyer signing, the first Charger of the 2022 draft class to sign. They'll cover what they hope to see when the schedule drops and what players they think will take the biggest step forward this next season. Chargers Powder Hour is a brand new Los Angeles Chargers podcast that combines the latest team news, storylines, guest interviews, and analysis of the games with friendly beer and banter. Catch brand new episodes every Monday and Friday wherever you consume your podcast, and be sure to follow us on social media at Powder Hour Pod LA on Twitter and Instagram. Bolt up. Welcome back, Bolt fam. We're back. Chargers Powder Hour. Today, we are going to talk about some cool topics, but uh, yeah, just wanted to thank everyone for tuning back in, and um, yeah, if you haven't already, make sure to follow us on, on Twitter and Instagram, at Powder Hour Pod LA, but uh, yeah, man, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be here. It's a nice day in Lincoln, Nebraska. Beautiful. We're still working on the bush lights, so... Yeah, we're recording this episode about 10 minutes after we got up at the last episode, so... so we're still we're still working on them, but it's a nice day for a bush latte here in Lincoln, so... About to transition over to another one here very soon. So, uh, before we get started, I do have an icebreaker for you. Let's hear it. And uh, this was one that we just came up with, but honestly, like, it, it should be should be really good and i'm really excited to like put this out onto twitter and social media as well just to see what like what people what their answers will be but all right so today's icebreaker slash question fuck one marry one kill one of the afc west division rivals so you got your broncos your raiders chiefs get Broncos, Raiders, and Chiefs, right? So tough. I mean, autom- like automatically, just like disgusting that you have to pick between those three. But like, I want to hear, I want to hear your your take. What do you What do you got? I've been thinking about this since you brought it up. What five minutes ago? And you know, I don't know that there's a good answer, but I'll try my best. Um, Right off the bat, I am killing the Kansas City Chiefs. Interesting, really. Easily, without hesitation. Living, I don't know, man, like living like, in Nebraska, everyone's a bandwagon Chiefs fan. Everyone is. That's true, but and their fan base. Oh my God, give me a break. All right, so, well, I'll, I'll let you finish yours, but I'm just like curious as to how you're. I I, I think I kind of know, but 
Okay, so you're you're killing the Chiefs. Killing the Chiefs, and that's without hesitation. The Chiefs are my most hated sports franchise ever, and will forever be. I mean, they're not very far off for me, but I mean, the car that I got is red, and I hate the fact that it's red because it reminds me of the Chiefs. I have to remind myself it's Husker red and not Kansas City red. Yeah, that's that's hatred right there. Man. I absolutely loathe the Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs. Okay, so you're killing them. I'm killing them. Who would you be? Uh, making sweet love to well it wouldn't be sweet but uh <laughs> who would I, you be making reluctant uh like this would be like a a one night stand where you, you wake up and you just like as, as soon as you wake up and you put two and two together you're just like immediately terrified i mean i guess i'm gonna have to go with the raiders all right <laughs> well it depends what you it depends what you consider better if you're if if having sex with them is better than marrying them, well, I don't know. Yeah, because that's just a one. That's a one-time thing. So I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Okay. My reasoning behind that is that I hate them less than the Chiefs, but my marry then would obviously be the Broncos, and I hate the Broncos even less than the Raiders. I think. Why am I picturing like? Like there's no like of course we're talking about like organizations, but why am I picturing just like whoever you'd have to sleep with from like the Raiders? It's like they would have like a decent like a nice body, but oh, the face no homo by the, the way the face would be like like it would be a like a female body like curvy feminine features, but with the face like like with like a bald head and like like Butterface. like horns coming out like almost like the typical like Raider like headgear you know like I'm, I'm picturing like the old black hole the people with the shoulder pads exactly on like the face paint. like that's like from shoulders up that yeah but from shoulders down just like saw like nine out of ten body but like you still have to put up with like that that's who i, I don't know why that's what comes to mind when i'm thinking of like you sleeping with the raider nation oh uh, god uh well <laughs> Again, we're talking about we're talking about a whole franchise here, so I'm not sure how you actually sleep with a whole franchise. But there's uh, a lot of there's a like lots of twists and turns to this icebreaker. But well, I don't know. Well, because then the other one's a Bronco. I don't want to sleep with a Bronco. I mean, hung like a horse is a term. So that, that is very real. That's so, honestly something. Wow, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm gonna take that into. That might, that might change your answer up a little bit. So, But, I mean, the thing with the Raiders, when I went to Vegas, you know, their fan base was actually pretty nice to me. They bought me a few beers, so... See, that's interesting because I think that's the one... Uh, now that's the one division rival stadium that I have yet to go to. Like, I oh my God, went it's... to Denver this last year, and that was my, that was my first mile-high experience, and... Kind of like exactly what you just said with your experience in, in Vegas. Like, they were honestly, like, I had one encounter with, like, a 12-year-old on the way out. I know that sounds really bad just saying that, but, like, <laughs> he was, like, flipping like flipping me off, like, talking shit, and his parents were, like, right there. Just scissor kick him. He's 12. And uh, I was, like, this is, at, like, after the game, right? And so I'm, like, seven beers deep. I was just like flipping this kid off, and his parents like were just like laughing at me. So I was like, "That was." Other than that, I mean, honestly, like I've we've come to a point. I've gone to one Chargers home game ever. I know we've I know that we've covered that in another podcast. But going to away games are kind of fun. Like just being 
getting booed at and stuff like that, like, as long as you're a good sport about it, it gets to a point where you kind of egg it on because it's it's fun. You know, here's why I love away games. And real quick before I'll give my answer. But the reason I love away games is because you can always, depending on the city, you can almost always find uh, like a diehard bolt club. Yeah. Uh, meet and greet. So you're all in tailgate. it together. You're yeah, all in so it together. You're almost guaranteed like a tailgate and like a meet and greet at a, at a bar the night before. And it's a really fun experience if you haven't. Um, been to an away game uh, next time you do you have to hop on Chargers Twitter and, and connect with whoever's throwing the uh, the meet and greet or the, the tailgate because it's an awesome time they had kegs they had uh, like shots people were doing uh, like playing drinking games and this wasn't even at the tailgate this, yeah. was, this was at the meet and greet so yeah. to any of you guys that are going to be at in Kansas City on September 15th. We'll be there. We're definitely going to find that tailgate. So come. We're going to do something interactive with you guys. So, so yeah, I would say, honestly, because, yeah, while you're when you're at a home game, like, it's Charger land. Like, everything, you know, it's Chargers for, like, as far as you can see. But it's also, like, almost because of that, it's more, like, divided because you're, like, I don't know. Like, for me, like, when I go to home games, it's basically like I'm tailgating with, like, with my family and, like, my inner circle and like at least the way that SoFi has it set up like it's different like there's different lots and you you can't tailgate in certain lots so like I don't know I'll have to figure out more about the home game tailgating experience because I'm sure I'm sure I just wasn't in the right spot but yeah my thing my thing with away games is I'm very I'm a very extroverted person so I don't mind having the attention on me like when you're in Kansas City in the sea of red wearing a Justin Herbert powder blue jersey like you are the center of attention Target on your back. Well, and shout out, if you're listening to me, the lady that behind me that sat behind me and called me Herbert the Pervert the entire game in Kansas City <laughs> last year, take this L because we beat you in your hometown. So Hold this fat L. Exactly. And I hope to not see you next year when I sit in those same seats. But if I do, we're coming. So, All right, so I'm going to get my answer for the, the icebreaker. Let's hear it. All right, so after giving it a little bit more thought, I think... I'm going to sleep with the Broncos. Oh, good luck. Good luck walking. So I'm going to get that one out of the way first. Um, You're going to be sore. And, man, that already puts me in a really, really tough predicament because – wait, who you you slept with the Raiders. You married the Broncos. And I'm killing Kansas You killed City. the Chiefs. So you married the Broncos. Yeah, because I can't be the same as you. So I don't like the Broncos either, but I think I like them the – I my hatred for them is less than the other two. So yeah, I'm gonna double down. I'm gonna say I'm, I'm sleeping with the Broncos. Okay, like you know Denver, Mile High City. I don't know what that means, but it just seems more appealing than sleeping with like some Vegas. I don't know, like a lot goes on in Vegas. Yeah, so. you know, disease infested, whatever. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Denver and then marriage. Actually, we'll go kill. I'm gonna kill Vegas. Really? Yeah. I like fuck the Raiders, man. I well, I agree with fuck you. Fuck the Raiders. No, I agree with you 100. percent But like Kansas City, man. Yeah, you guys no, don't hey, understand our pain of being. Here's Chargers the thing fans. about here's the thing about marriage is you know you can divorce. So that might I don't be, think that's how these rules work. I think you're hey, in for the long run here. No, no one, no one's saying how long the marriage has to last. It can be a quick. It could, it could even be. How about this? While I, I'm in Vegas to kill the Raiders, we do a shotgun wedding with the Chiefs, 
in Vegas. And then, and then, and then later on, either get it like, <laughs> uh, oh, fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? Annulled, right? Okay, yeah. Annulment? Yeah. Or just straight up divorce. Okay. Straight up divorce. So that's your, that's your, I want to add a little something to this discussion here real quick. All right. Sorry. I, I don't want to go too long on this icebreaker, but fuck, Mary kill. Derek Carr, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson. How about that? Is that going to change your answer up a little bit? Yeah, because as, as corny as I think Russ is, I think he's probably the best, like, husband. So you're marrying Russ? I'd probably marry Russ. Because uh, I agree with you. And then uh, I'd probably kill Derek Carr. I'm killing Patrick Mahomes. Really? Well, as long as his brother goes with him. Nah, fuck Derek Carr and that fucking eyeshadow eye wearing... Yeah, bitch. he looks like he should be on, in Led Zeppelin or something. Yeah, nah, man. It's, nah, he's the he's and the, especially dude. Uh, just seeing, he's the bully from Toy Story. Seeing him and his fucking stupid ass grin every time he takes that time. Trust out. me, I hate Derek Carr just as much as you do. But the amount of Patrick Mahomes dick riders that I have to put up with on See, a daily I, basis in Nebraska. Here's the thing: outside of his fucking wife and his his, his, brother. Uh, his brother, which can we? They they're gone they're gone too by the way if you choose to kill Patrick Mahomes okay but can just stopping on Jackson Mahomes for a second can we like agree to agree that like he's just he's still in the closet oh he yeah definitely like wait I don't know I don't even know if it's been talked about a whole lot he has like, uh he like I I know he uh hires like girls to front as a girlfriend on TikTok yeah man like outside of his outside of Jackson Mahomes and like and his his wife like I really like if you put Mahomes in any other division like you could even keep him in the AFC like I really don't have an issue with him besides for the, the fact that he plays for Kansas City like I have a bigger issue with the fact that he's a chief than just like I hate Mahomes. yeah yeah I don't know he's just I think he's he's obviously the best of them so I would want to get rid of him like if you put Mahomes on the Bears where like you know, obviously like that's the notorious you know Chicago pass on him they could have had him or even like if you put Mahomes in like Miami like, I don't really ha- I don't have that big of an issue with the guy. Outside of like, I mean, I'm sure people hate him strictly because of his fucking I just hate, I hate brother him. and his wife. Well, I hate him for the same reason that like Bears fans hate Aaron Rodgers. He torches yeah. us. Well, yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying too. Like, you take him out of the division, how much do you really dislike him? Because the dude is like fucking almost LeBron. Like he's the LeBron James of the well, NFL. Other than Justin Herbert, yeah. I mean, currently. Yeah, I know. I'm just. I'm but just, yeah, I mean, who fucking knows? Like, you know, Herbert's yeah. right there. He's 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 coming. So. Well, yeah, and then the whole thing with the hatred towards Patrick Mahomes goes into his family stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I yeah, I'm gonna double down. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna marry the Chiefs. It's not gonna be a healthy union at all. No. Like. Yeah. Abu- an abusive <laughs> relationship. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, yeah, probably not. I don't know. I would just leave. Okay. Good call. <laughs> Marriage, but then you know, like, all right, I'll be. Uh, I'm, I, I'm gonna go get milk. Yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna say. See you on draft day. I'm gonna go son. get some salt, Nick, for my vape. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, all right, Fair great, enough. great icebreaker. Yeah, good job. <laughs> all right, um, no homo, by the way, but no homo. Yes, for all of this. Um, but going on here, Chargers signed Jamari Sawyer. That just came out a few minutes ago. Uh, first member of the 2022 draft class to be signed gotta love those rookie deal numbers oh they yeah. look so good on paper they're beautiful four years 
3.8 mil. Dude got a $175,000 signing bonus. I don't know. With how signings go, four years, 3.8 mil. Mil? Mil. Just sounds like so little. I know it's 3.8 million. I don't know what I would even do with that, but that just seems like such little money compared to the deals that we're accustomed to seeing in the offseason. Well, he's a, I mean, that makes sense because he's like, what? Six, well, he's a six-round six round No, pick. I, yeah. like, I get it, but I'm saying I'm just not used to seeing those kind of money. Yeah, I mean, especially kind of well, rookie deals are, like, I mean, already cheap, but then they like, talk about six, seven-round rookie deals. Like, what do you think Zion? fucking cheap. Well, if you had to predict what Zion's going to sign for, what would you predict? Uh, I, I mean, said four no years, probably 12 to 15 mil. That's what I was going to say. So, yeah. 15 and well, I don't know what the going rate for first. If it's going up, is. maybe like 15 to 20 mil. Yeah. Over like four I guess years. that's true. So maybe like that, I would say that would be on the high side. Um, so yeah, something to keep an eye on. Uh, yeah. Imagine getting paid 175 K like most people are making not even half that <laughs> over a year. And he gets, dude gets that wired into his account. Probably like some, like probably by like Monday. Yeah. And uh, what do you think his first purchase is gonna be? Which that almost is like scary. Could you imagine like just getting handed your whole year's salary up front? What's the first thing you would buy if you got paid that money? If you had a if you had a check come in the mail tomorrow with that kind of money on it, what's the first thing you'd buy? One hundred seventy five thousand McChickens. Okay, I don't know if that's spending your money wisely, but nah. Uh, I would. Uh, well, here's the thing. Here's the other question. Like, okay, that's his signing bonus. What are his game checks going to be? Because obviously, like, you know, they'll have, like, signing, bo- signing bonus isn't even his salary. Yeah. I mean, it's it's part of his salary because that's part of the cap hit yeah. this year. But, um, no, I don't know. I would, because uh, that's not, like, a shit ton of money. I'd put a down payment on, well, first thing I would do, yeah, I'd find, like, a living situation in somewhere in Los Angeles that isn't fucking through the roof. Yeah. And, uh. I'd buy. I wouldn't rent. I would seek out to buy for, like, I would try to, like, you know, at least start building, like, a some sort of, like, real estate portfolio, but also, you know, ha- knocking that place of living out first. And then, honestly, yeah, I, that's where it gets, like, I see where these guys go broke is because, like, you hand that to, like, a kid coming out of college, and it's, like, it sounds like a shit ton. Fuck, I would just go to Chipotle pretty much every day. But it's, like, and- you buy an $80,000 car, and it's like all of a sudden you have less, you know, you're already under 100k. So, um, that's why they have financial advisors. Shit. Yeah, I, I, should, I guess I probably that, need one of those. Honestly, to answer your question, that would probably be the first thing I do. So smart, smart man. All right. Uh, yeah. So they sign him. He's gonna be a great piece coming into this year. Again, he's our sleeper for that starting tackle spot. Right tackle. Yeah. Um, and then what do you want to see? All right. So moving forward, uh, schedule comes out tomorrow. If you listen to the last episode, we are recording this episode a day before, immediately after the last episode. So it's still Wednesday the eleventh. Um, unfortunately, we will not figure out the uh, the schedule until tomorrow, and so we won't be able to speak on it here on the pod for probably another week. Yeah, but we'll give you some. We'll give you guys some uh, how we're feeling on it. Yeah, it so a little bit of uh, well, yeah, okay, so. Uh, what do you want to see on the schedule as far as, you know, like anything? Like, what's the, what's the main thing you want to see on the schedule? Primetime games. Get Herb in primetime. So that's the first thing that you look for when the like, schedule comes out. Like I right? would say so. Or 
Well, actually, no. One of the first things I'm going to be looking for is whether or not those Cardinals, if we're going to play the Cardinals in the first six weeks, because D-Hop's going to be suspended six weeks. So that's going to be one of the first things that I'm going to look for, see if we got to play D-Hop or not. Yeah, that. see, it's, I, I like I like those types of answers where it's like, shit, you're not really like, like most people might not, might not be thinking about, but you're like, oh, that could factor into like. Exactly. You know, like, shit, if, you know, uh Hopkins goes off for a fucking, you know, like 200-yard game and two touchdowns, and we lose as a result of that. Like, that's a direct fucking impact to the entire rest of the season. So, that you know, I love I love that stuff. Like, might not be – I mean, could be very far from, you know, like place of, like, importance, but always something to keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say I, – I just look at division games and, like, when they – that's like the first thing I look at uh, yes, we do. is division games, and then um, the next thing I would say is I, I immediately go to December, January, December, November, and I look at the road games. I did see a like. Are they going to be playing in shitty weather come November, December, January? You know, like, like for example, the cold weather teams. If we can play, like, if we have to play those teams in September, October. That's a that's not a, w. a problem. That's a W. I mean, but really looking at our schedule for our away games, the only cold cold weather that we would be looking at would be Denver and Cleveland, I guess. Yep. So nothing. Because Indy's indoors. Indy's so don't, indoors. Don't worry about that one. So nothing terrible. Atlanta is going to be indoors. But I did see a uh, schedule leak. Um, the Broncos should be at L.A. Week eighteen, so that makes me think that we'll be playing in Denver, the probably end. probably earlier in the year. Yeah, front end of the year. Yeah. So, other than that, yeah, and it's not like Cleveland's gonna be like Buffalo. So, I think. Yeah. Well, like, cause in, like Cleveland's a, a huge game to keep an eye on because we have the whole Deshaun Watson situation. Yeah, that is true. You know, we don't know how long he's gonna get. I, I would imagine that that stuff will probably come, like. Once the schedule comes out and we know who's playing, who, when, and where, then I would assume the NFL will probably, I mean, it, it could be a domino effect for some other shit to come out. Like, oh, okay, now the schedule comes out. Now we now we know, all right, Deshaun's going to be out for six games yeah. or ten games. Or, right, so that's another one to keep an eye on because, you know, if you play him early in the year and we don't have to play Deshaun and we don't have to worry about shitty weather in Cleveland, you know, versus – we go into Cleveland in first week of January, and Deshaun is, you know, back and he's on a roll. He's, you know, and uh, it's just absolute dog shit weather in Cleveland. Yeah. So I guess yeah, that's another thing to look forward to. We do know one game. We've mentioned it a billion times now, but week two will be in Kansas City, September fifteenth. If you guys are gonna come through, we'll be there. So hopefully yep. we can meet some of you guys. But hundred percent. That'll be a fun one. I'm really looking forward to that one. So, we know those two. Well, no, we know Kansas City for sure. Again, Broncos game was leaked on Instagram. Don't know how real it is, but one of my one of the official Chargers Charger Instagrams republished it, so it seemed like it was decently yeah. official. So, but yeah, don't quote me on that. Um again, when you guys are listening to this, schedule will be out. And we'll guy we'll try to give you guys some of our thoughts probably on Twitter. Twitter and Instagram, we'll try to give you guys some of our thoughts on the schedule once it comes out. And, yeah. Another thing you mentioned um, before we started recording was uh, 
I think it already came out somewhere. They have the the rankings on Twitter of like oh, yeah. the most uh, teams that are going to travel the most. Yeah, like, that will log the actual like most miles as far as um you know like an air and... an air flight and whatever. So the Chargers on that list wound up seventh. Seventh and most miles traveled this upcoming twenty three thousand two hundred and sixty six miles. So, um, yeah, that's always a fun stat to look at too. Because I know, I remember it was it a few years ago. I think it was twenty eighteen when we went twelve and four. I think we were number one that year. Something along those lines. As far as like miles traveled, because this is one of those fucking stats that they're gonna bring up. Like it in almost every broadcast, it's like one of those stupid, useless stats that like fucking Jim Nance and Tony Romo are just gonna fucking bring up at some yeah. like oh and uh, like it'll be like dead space on air. And it's gonna be like uh, nine of the last ten Super Bowl winners traveled over a certain amount of miles. Right. Yeah, and it'll just be like fucking oh hey, we have nothing else to talk about. Oh hey, the Chargers are you know top five or top ten and in, in this stupid ass category like. Just throw that out there on the screen. Yeah, no kidding. But so this is their fifth season in a row traveling more than twenty five thousand miles. I mean, what can you expect? Wait, twenty five or twenty five thousand miles traveling more than twenty five thousand. Wait, these are they said twenty three. You told me twenty three. Or did I just hear yeah? that wrong? No, you're right. Okay, maybe we're, they, we're maybe, reading an article. No, you're right. But see, maybe they meant twenty. They must mean they must mean twenty. I don't know. This is an article on the official Bolt site, so. Um, last year they traveled over 25 though, 25, 467 last year. So a little bit less this year. I don't know why that's all. Huh? Oh, well, but, well, another thing to think about too, is they have an away game in LA, which honestly should like, so that'll knock down some miles. Well, not, not necessarily if they're still seventh, you could argue that like they are actually have to travel just as much as like the top five. But, like, because even having an away game in the same city, like, you're still top seven. Yeah. So, like, even, like, we have to be thankful for that game because if, if that game was, like, anywhere else, well, and they'd probably be top five, top four, you know? Like, they're, like, and you got to factor perspective. In, you got to factor in that we play the NFC West, which is all super close games. So, they're going to fly to Arizona and San Fran. So, the thing with miles traveled, it really, it doesn't, it doesn't really have that much of an impact depending on like the weeks that they're traveling yeah because if they're traveling like like fucking coast to coast back and forth like four or five consecutive weeks that type of travel like that's where, where this category and this stat like you can actually probably debate it like yeah it actually matters because they're fucking jet lagged and they're like you know like uh it's tough going coast to coast flight to flight like i've only done it a few times and it Fucking, it fucks you up for a day or two. Yeah. I mean, it's not like going overseas, but, I mean, yeah, I, that would not be fun. But yeah, At least we don't have a London game. I remember, I think it was uh, Pat McAfee on his show talks about how players just absolutely hate London games. Yeah, it would be tough. Germany, too. Like That's, that's right there. Yeah, that's, no, that wouldn't be very fun. That's I, I, would, I would hate that as a player, personally. Mexico City wouldn't be bad because you're, you're not – like you're still in American time zones, no matter what. Yeah, and it, I think and at the mo- I don't even know if you'd be in Eastern. Well, and Mexico that's that's fine. That's fine from L.A. to Mexico City. That's what probably like a two-hour flight. No, Mexico City's down there. You think? It's it's further down there than you think. It's probably like a five-hour, four or five-hour flight. Okay. Well, Maybe. I guess fuck me for not knowing my geography, but yeah, I don't know. Whatever. But, but I've never taken that. We don't, flight, we don't so need to, we don't need to worry about that right now. But yeah, so. 
always an interesting stat, you know. They travel seventh for the, or seventh most miles, so we don't really know what that means until the schedule comes out. Because, like I said, it really only matters if you know they're like consecutive weeks going to and from, just kind of like all over. But yeah, so oh, shit, last yeah. Mexico what? City is down there quite a bit. Sorry, I was just looking it up. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told you, bro. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, so last last thing we'll cover here before we we hop off. And that is just a fun question um, I found on Chargers Twitter. And what the question is, what player do you think takes the biggest step forward this this next season? Could be offense, could be defense, could be special teams. I, I mean, anyone on the roster. I mean, so obviously they, they've, they've had to have be on the roster last year. Like, I want to exclude the Cleo Max, J.C. Jackson. It's like, yeah. I'm already expecting those guys yeah. to be – all-star status so who do you who that was on the chargers roster last year is going to take a step forward either under staley and and his defense or lombardi and and the offense i actually want to hear your answer first okay so i think i have it narrowed down to at least one on both side i I, on offense let's do one on both sides okay let's do one on both sides i like that uh on offense it's a guy we just talked about josh palmer yeah and I, I mean, if the other one outside of that uh, would be, and it, I would, I, I think you could, uh, I could argue at least for Austin Eckler. Yeah. Because I mean, I don't know. I mean, with having a, a back now that you might actually be able to legitimately like split time with and and can carry another decent part of the workload, like. Yeah, dude. I mean, but then again, like I don't know how much how much that's gonna take away from his production. So that's a tough one for me. But yeah, I would have to say Josh Palmer. I would say dark horse on offense would be uh, Donald Parham. I like that answer. Actually, yeah. I'm yeah, gonna, go with that. I, I'm gonna switch mine to Donald Donald Parham. Okay. So you can take uh, no, no, no. Palmer I got a, if you want. I got a different answer. But who's your defense? Who's your guy on your defense side of the ball? Defensive side of the ball. Um, I'm going to go Nasir Adderley. Okay. Because through the first five, six weeks this last year, he, he really, like, I mean, I, I, I remember watching film and, and seeing him in games, like, just thinking, wow, like, this guy is already – benefited from having Staley like I mean he's totally already looked like a totally different player than he was under Gus Bradley's defense and I think hopefully another year in that system another year of I mean he's gonna be starting so it's not like you know you have to worry about like oh well, you know he's not gonna be starting so how much are we gonna see him how much you know how many like no he's gonna be seeing like a, a healthy amount of snaps so all the more reason for him to take a step forward with you know more experience, more repetition, and uh, yeah, we, that's a guy that we need to step up too in the yeah. backfield in the back end. So yeah, I like both those answers. Um, offensive side of the ball, I'm going to go with someone that needs to take a step up, but someone that I think can. Trey Pipkins. Ooh, solid. Uh, I can't remember. I saw it on Twitter. Who was he working out with this off season? 
Duke Manyweather. Yep, that's the offensive line guy. Which I would just like to say, I mean, hopefully, this is like a double-edged sword because, yeah, Duke Manyweather is a, a very renowned offensive line coach, and he's kind of like the, the like the offensive line guru at the moment. Um, but he's also been working with guys like Alex Leatherwood. Yeah, oh, from God. from Vegas. So I'm like, I just have this like good angel, bad angel, like in my head, like this this vision of like shit, like God, please let us be on the right side of this, and like Pipkins be the one that fucking blows up. Yeah, and Leatherwood is just like still dog shit. Yeah, let's hope so. But I'm gonna go with Pipkins. I just think um, he's due, just like Adderley. They're in that same draft class, so he's due. How much do you think uh, Frank Smith not being here this year though is gonna affect? Like how Pipkins looks this year, because you could argue that because Frank Smith was his his coach the last year and a half, two years, year and a half, two years, something, yeah, like that's why he took a big step forward. So, but I mean, also he like you pointed out, he did work with Duke Manyweather. So, so yeah, I'm not sure that uh, losing Frank Smith's gonna maybe changes what he kind of needed in order to take that step forward. So, yeah, I'm willing to give him a chance. So I'm gonna go with him for my offensive side of the ball. Shout out Josh Palmer also. I know you mentioned him, but I think that he'll take a big step up as well. Um, defensively, this is a dude that I really want to take a step forward, and I'm going to try to speak it into existence, is Kenneth Murray. We need him to take a step forward, and that's yeah. for sure. If he if he turns into the player that he should be, this defense just becomes that much more dynamic and that much more lethal. So I'm going to... It's not that I think he will, but it's the fact that I'm going to try to speak it into existence. So I'm going to go with K9. Um, dude was an absolute baller at OU. Um, really liked it when we drafted up for him. Just hasn't really shown what we've wanted to see. But let's give him another year, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I really like those answers because, like you said, like those are those are two both two players that all of Chargers, Charger fans everywhere would love – to see take a huge step forward both like very like much needed but would also just be like yeah i mean and, and important pieces too because of you know the, the, the positions they play and just you know where they're at on the field so for sure love those answers yeah hopefully you're right awesome well i got nothing else sounds good man well hey we appreciate everyone listening tuning in wherever you're listening whether it's apple spotify anchor um you know we're on all the platforms also make sure to follow us on social media as well at powder hour pod la both on twitter and instagram you can head there for all the latest news and updates about the pod thanks guys peace